Hey, it's Janelle from The Jam, and we're just full of Sam this week. We've got Sam Longley back from Japan. We've got Sam Raboni, the beast from Beauty and the Beast, and rainy Mr. Boylesque Australia, Sam Williams. It's all happening. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Show for everyone in Perth. The Jam with Janelle and Sam. Now, Sam Longley, it's not often that we can say in The Jam that we have had royalty on the show. Not often, no. No, actually never. But today, <laughs> this morning, we have someone, well, close to royalty. You've been crowned. We've got Sam Williams, a.k.a. Carl Chaos, who's just been crowned Mr. Boylesque Australia. Amazing. Congratulations and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Now, you, so local boy, Perth boy. Yep. Has just become Mr. Boylesque. <laughs> you know, tell us about that journey. Um. Oh, it's such a long journey. There's so many years of training and all that kind of stuff behind me, but it's probably one of the most rewarding experiences that I've ever done. So basically, so tell me the difference between burlesque and boylesque apart from genitalia. <laughs> uh, pretty much genitalia. Um, well, um, with boylesque, we've got a bit more freedom. Like with the girls, it's a lot more like... They have to compete in like classic routines, which is like, look at my hand, this is my glove. And then yeah. boys is a bit more, get a bit more dirty, a bit more down and rough, a bit quicker. <laughs> <laughs> look, without wanting to get too technical, um, yeah. there are more bits that are often censored with with women. Yes. So do you guys have a little bit more freedom in that? Like, can there be less feathers for gentlemen? Do you just need one good peacock feather? <laughs> just one and that's really all long you, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going with. I'm setting you up for that one. Um, with the boylesque, it's kind of... Up to your own interpretation, really. Yeah, right. It's um, however you want to take it. If you wish mm. to do it, like I know a lot of boylesque performers do the big feather fans and the big headdresses and all that kind of stuff. I can't really afford that. But, um, <laughs> but you no, can this now. Is, You're the king. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, there's, it's just how you interpret it, really. It's just sure. how, you, how, you want to, how you want to do it. Now, you're classically trained in, in dance and in circus. Yes. So you are able to bring all of that to your performance. Yes. What... what, what was unique about this routine that made that won the crown? Um, well, I'm, I'm kind of always known with my boyless stuff to do all my hand balancey handstands and all that kind of tumbling stuff. But um, this routine, I kind of try to steer closer to the more traditional sort of burlesque, a bit more to the tease instead of just here I am. I'm going to do a handstand and take my <laughs> pants off. It was a bit more. Oh look, the, my corset's coming off. It's a, it was a little, it was a little bit more about the tease this time, and people seem to really enjoy it a little bit more than just me going crazy and just doing circus on stage. Mm. How often do you get to work up a new routine? Like, do you have to have something like a competition to work towards or do you just suddenly be sitting there in a cafe and go, you know what, I've got a great idea. If I whip my shirt off now. <laughs> um, it's a little bit of both, really. Yeah. Um, it's kind of kind of getting booked for gigs and all that kind of stuff when I get to actually do routines. But I could be, for example, listening to the radio and a song will come on. I'll be like, oh, that's would be a really cool idea and I'll just write it down. Cold chisel, for example. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, and then um, <laughs> it would just sit there for probably months and months and months, and then eventually this theme or a competition will come up, and I'm like, oh, I can actually really use that and really focus on really what I want to do with that act. Now you're relatively new to boylesque, but you're no stranger to performance no. because you're you have two <laughs> alter egos. Yes, your other alter ego is Perth drag queen extraordinaire Alexis Armstrong. Yes. So, <laughs> You must have so many Facebook accounts. Oh, too many. And Instagram <laughs> accounts. And I, none of them have been closed down yet, which has been great. Uh, but no, every morning trying to flip between all the social medias to see what's going on in the world and all that kind of stuff. 
Hey, um, can I ask you, where can people come and see you perform? Obviously, we, we missed the crowning yep. uh, last week, but uh, if people <laughs> it sounds go... sounds like a birthing suite. <laughs> we missed your we crowning. We missed the crowning. Sorry, <laughs> right, you were dilated. Uh, where, where can we come and see you? Have you got a fringe show coming up or um, anything? Well, yeah, fringe is coming up, really. It's coming up quite quick. Like, submissions mm. have already been in and um, already been penciled down for four major fringe shows this year. Great. And old ones coming back and all that kind of stuff, but then have already been asked to do... Feels like seventy thousand more, which I'm so excited about. So I'm just waiting for dates to come out to just look at the calendar and trying to fit it all in as much as I can. But um, I perform every single week in Perth between uh, both of our gay venues in Perth, between the Court Hotel and Connections Nightclub. Um, and then tonight I'm actually performing my winning routine at the Miss Burlesque Western Australia Final tonight at the Astor. Oh, Amazing. So I'm excited about that. Amazing. It'll just be a flurry of feathers and pasties backstage. Stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah, bits and pieces all over the place. Well, Carl Chaos, Alexis Armstrong, Sam Williams, whatever your name is, <laughs> we're so it. glad to have you in and congratulations again, Reigning King. No, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. This is The Jam. And Sam, I mentioned to you earlier, we're going to have a special guest in for this very segment mm-hmm. that actually has a theme song. Tell us all this time. Oh, that, that lights up a room when you walk in, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It brings a tear to the eye and a flutter to the heart. We've got none other than Sam Raboni, who's going to be playing the Beast in Beauty and the Beast this opening next weekend at the Regal Theatre. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How? What a thrilling part to play. Unbelievable. It's it's actually a, it's actually quite challenging playing the role of the Beast. To a certain degree, because my children probably think that I'm a beast anyway. When I'm, <laughs> I just channel my inner parent and, you know, <laughs> pretend that I'm looking at my children when they're doing something that they're not supposed to be. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's quite a roller coaster of emotion, the the part of the beast, which when I took decided, or well, when I was offered the role and I took it on, I didn't quite expect to go on such an emotional roller coaster. But, and in actual fact, that song that you just played is, is a really beautiful part in the show where they, you know, obviously have their first dance together, so. Is it a bit of a sort of a backhanded compliment? We want you as the love interest, <laughs> but you look hideous for most of the show. Well, you know, well, that, and that's the thing, isn't it? I wasn't sure whether to take that as a compliment because a lot of people said, oh, well, you know, what a great role. You're probably, you know, the old crack, well, you won't need much makeup. Yeah. Oh, well, fantastic. <laughs> that's yeah, great. Um, but, you know, it, it was, I, I thought, I wasn't sure is this a good thing, playing the beast. But um, you know what? It's yes. been absolutely brilliant. It's been such a great experience. It's the so. lead, Sam. It's the lead. It's the You're lead. in the title. Come yeah. on. I know, I know. I mean, why wouldn't you be happy with that? So, yeah. Now, it is quite a dark – he starts off in a pretty angry place, the beast. You know, he, he starts in a really dark place. Yeah. And, look, I don't blame him. I mean, you know, probably spending 10 years as, as a hideous beast isn't really the most enjoyable thing to be doing. But oh, I've done all right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that works firefighting knows all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, he does start in a really dark place. But I think it's great because he, uh, he does have such a, a great arc to the show and um, kind of where he starts and where he finishes um, is, is really in a really good place. And I think um, – and it's obviously he's met his match in Bell, you know, mm. um, really yeah. strong-headed young young lady who knows what she wants, and you know he's obviously used to getting everything his own way, um, mm. and whatever he says goes, and having all of his servants, you know, attend to him whenever he's needed. And all of a sudden, you've got Bell who basically says, "I'm going to defy you, and I'm not going to yes. do what you want me to do." Which is what I want to ask. It seems like we're having a lot of uh, films, a lot of pop culture at the moment is strong female leads. Right? It's beauty. And in the title, she says she's so beautiful. But actually, when you watch it, it's actually all about the brains and the heart of this woman. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you see this as a... As a Who's got like, low standards. 
She's got, <laughs> she's got a low life. No offence, Sam. In the story. In the story. In the story. Yeah, the low standards. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Would yeah. you see this as a feminist play um, in a way? Look, yes and no. I, I think I think that um, it's – I think, you know, there are very strong women. I have, you know, two girls and my wife and they're all very strong, um, particularly my 10-year-old daughter. I mean – yeah, we hear you. She is really, really headstrong, and I think you know what though. It's I think it's a fantastic thing, and I think it. You know, a lot of times we think of you know aesthetics and and things, but it's great to actually get down to the core of here is a person who has. There's so much more about yeah. you know. Obviously, she's beautiful, but there's so much more to her yeah. than just her beauty, and and I think that's it's it's great. I think and and obviously with a lot of exposure through the movie, you know, the release of the movie this year, and um, there's a lot of talk about that. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, Emma Watson, the way that she played that role, and I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's great yeah. for, for theatre in general. So, can the whole family go and see this? Definitely, very much a family show. Um, you know, it's, it's the kids will love it. The parents will love it. There's some great, great numbers. Um, of course, it's Disney, so yeah. um, costume sets. It's going to be a fantastic production, and APAN do a really, really great production of, of Beauty and the Beast. Well. well you open next week, 25th of August. 25th of August. It's um, a short run through to 3rd of September. So people want to get tickets. They have to get in early. Absolutely. That's what I'm hearing. It's definitely filling. Um, you know, we've got 16 shows at the Regal um, and it's going to be a fantastic production. And, and um, I think every year APAN really lift the standard on their productions and, and this year will be no exception. Absolutely. Well, tickets are available through Ticketek. And Sam, can you give us a, a beastly roar to send you off? <laughs> that was me actually I'm a bit of a <laughs> Do you know what It's really hard to roar So early in the morning But I didn't want to Burst the microphone <laughs> Well thanks very much We look forward to seeing you In Beauty and the Beast Thanks for coming in Sam Thank you guys Janelle and Sam The Jam Saturday mornings from 6 On Mix 94.5